This is Raising a Sane and Successful Teen, Chapter 3, Accentuate the Positive. Like many families, we came to the realization one day that we needed a fresh start. I felt like I was not getting my more positive thoughts across to my kids, and they were acting accordingly. That's when we developed the 80-20 formula. This formula says that in any task or relating, your optimum balance should be 80% yes and 20% no. It is a formula you may have been using unconsciously for a long time. If so, then bravo! But if your young person is feeling discouraged and has no vital interests that excite him or her, then it's time to look at your 80-20 balance. Here's a tale that taught me how to use the 80-20 formula to generate enthusiasm for yard work and my son Max. When Max was coming into his teen years, I decided one morning that the garden really needed some cleaning up. I proposed it to him, but he was not interested. I hate gardening, he declared. Yet I knew that he had an extensive experience gardening at school. But you garden every day at school, I reasoned. Bad strategy. Relating to a proposed activity to a school activity is a hard sell, and reasoning rarely works to overcome distaste. That's because they make us. No gardening, no recess. Hmm. That's what he said, so... Should I go the mandatory route? No gardening, no visits to friends? No, because then we'll end up in a head-on collision. Try moral persuasion. We're a family, and the front yard of our family home looks awful. I cannot fix it myself. I need you to help as part of this family. He looked at me blankly. You want me to fix the yard because other people will think we're messy? Careful, Mom. He's getting his own arguments ready. Yes, I say warily, that's part of it. She's mom. I thought you told us not to care what other people think, right? He's facing away from me, but I imagine a grin lurking somewhere on his face. Ah, he's got me. Or has he? Look, I've got everything out there. A shovel, the rake, the gloves, the pick. All you have to do is... A pick? You have a pick? Yes, of course. But you didn't mention the pick. Suddenly he was up off the couch, out the door, and into the garden. The pick, with all its manly connotations of both power and destruction, was exactly what he needed. He worked fiendishly for hours, clearing weeds, turning over earth. I followed behind, gathering dead leavings, and soon the garden was clear. He wasn't so interested in planting new bulbs, but I could accept that because I got my 80-20 balance, and the garden was done. Max dug 80% of the garden, literally and figuratively, because most of the work involved a tool he really enjoyed. He would even do 20% of what he considered the uninteresting tasks because the pick gave him so much satisfaction a majority of the time. The 80-20 rule also means that your attitude toward your son or daughter is generally 80% positive and 20% corrective. The vast majority of the time you think of them as good people and you tell them so. When they ask you for something, you try to see that they have it, and you aren't distressed when sometimes a trial effort doesn't work out. My daughter Gina thought she wanted to play piano. We purchased an upright from a neighbor, and she took lessons for a while. When it seemed like the piano was not her thing, 80% frustration and only 20% success, we sold it to someone else. It was okay. Gina was learning about herself, and we were learning about her too. She went on to many other things that were much more rewarding for her and in which she both delighted and succeeded instead. With school, you want a strong, positive balance, too. As parents, we get better all-around results when we encourage the intellect rather than just grades. 
Sure, school is important, but you are your child's ultimate teacher. Take them to plays, music events, movies, ones you choose and ones that they choose. Get a membership in a local museum so that you can go inexpensively and often so they can take friends for free. Keep the visits brief. Don't become a tour guide. You are looking for that 80-20 balance, remember. Half an hour might be just right for a first-time visit to a show or exhibit. Then work up to an hour, then two, if that works, and subsequent trips. Watch and learn what intrigues your teen and put more of these kind of adventures in front of them. The same goes for trips to nature. Make them short and sweet at first and grow their interest and their stamina over time. As far as schoolwork goes, accent the positive. The pressure, school of pressure cooking of competition for grades is not making our kids smarter. It's making them more fearful, and that can't be good. When you look over your teen's report card, praise the fine work, the 80%, you see represented there. I notice all these night, late nights studying for algebra tests are paying off. Good for you. Inquire of the 20% that aren't so great in a respectful manner. Do you need some help on this history work? Don't make perfection your guide rule. Studies show that kids who are forced to only seek perfection often drop out or fail to reach their dreams. Studies also show that doing well or pretty well 80% of the time can lead to feelings of self-confidence and a willingness to take risks when the time is right. These are qualities, self-confidence and a touch of daring, that are valuable in every walk of life. Don't do the work for them, but give moral support that helps your kids keep going. If the homework is too much, step in, help out. Take them to the library and hang out in the magazine section while they work on their research, not with a you're wasting my time attitude, but with a cheerfulness that tells your young person, I'm with you. When they seem to be flagging on a project, go over their thoughts or their outlines with them, not in a punitive, judgmental way, but with an air of respect for their efforts. My daughter Gina reminded me of times when we turned schoolwork from loneliness of the long-distance runner into a team sport. Frazzled by schoolwork, and other work commitments, Gina could not face an application for an arts program that she really wanted to get into. The essays put her into a state of anxiety which made her think she wouldn't be accepted. We developed a system. She dictated her thoughts, I wrote them down, we went over the notes, she typed them up, she got into the program. The 80-20 rule forms teens who can do tasks, ask for help, work together, and be patient. They don't expect everything to consistently go their way. They earn that, learn that life can be great, but it can also have its tough moments too. This rule also helps them to gather comrades and teammates and create endeavors outside of your realm. They might choose friends who are varied, some who are brainy, some who are more on the athletic side, some who have creativity as their centerpiece of life. In choosing a social life, they might use the 80-20 rule also. And in responding to events in life, you might see that well, too. After a meal out at your favorite diner, they might say, the food wasn't great, but the waitress was a riot. That was fun. They can take any experience and get something out of it. The best way to teach the 80-20 rule is to live it yourself. Quit the negative self-talk. Give yourself that 80% of positivity you need. Boost yourself, and then you will be able to boost your young person, too. Show your kid the positives of your life and let them know how you are facing and overcoming difficulties. Try always to bring your life to an 80-20 balance. Happy parents create happy kids. The happier and more contented you are, the more likely your kid will be contented, too. It's a wonderful gift to give your kid and one that will sustain them the rest of their lives.